Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we have the privilege of talking to Whitney Miller. She was the season one winner of the hit reality show on Fox called Master Chef. She's also cooked for a who's who of celebrities like Chip and Joanna Gaines, Tim Tebow, and Rascal Flatts. Plus, she recently started her own cookie company called Whitney's Cookies. Oh, my freaking gosh, you guys. She actually <laughs> sent us cookies, and I might have eaten all of them. Yes, you did. Neither the kids nor I had the privilege of taste testing any of the cookies, but that's okay. There were so many things we wanted to know. For starters, I want to know what celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay is really like behind the scenes. Not only did I want to know about her experience on Master Chef, Kevin, but in her personal life, do her friends and family expect her to cook something amazing every time they invite her over for something. Yes. I think her story about what happens when she shows up to a party with food was hilarious. Folks, I don't want to give it away, but she handles it so much better than I would. You guys, we can't wait for you to hear this amazing conversation with Whitney Miller. I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And during our marriage, we have dealt with an electrocution, a brain tumor, brain surgery. Then doctors telling us that children were not in our future followed by miscarriage, and then Kevin's cancer diagnosis. However, today, we live a life completely healed and restored with three healthy children who doctors said were not possible. And we're here to tell stories that inspire, give hope, and brighten your day. Welcome to Tell Us a Good Story. This episode is being presented to you by Luby Companies, a custom home builder here in Central Ohio. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. All right, Steph. Ah! We've been excited about this. So excited. And you just informed me for the very first time, <laughs> you've actually been communicating with this guest prior to this well, conversation. communicating, stalking, I think it could go either way. I'm just really happy she did not tell her PR agent to like nix us because of how much I've been like communicating with her. <laughs> Glad she still showed up here. I'm very happy she still said yes. <laughs> well, friends, our next guest is a chef cookbook author, restaurant menu developer, food stylist, and food judge. However, she's probably best known for being the season one winner of Fox's hit reality TV cooking show, Master Chef, hosted by Gordon Ramsay. From Franklin, Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to tell us a good story, Mrs. Whitney Miller. Oh, Miss Whitney! Hello, Whitney. And thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, Whitney, first off, this is episode 133 <laughs> of Tell Us a Good Story. And I think you're already our favorite guest of all time. Uh, yes. And here's, tell, her tell them why. Listeners, here's why. So we were communicating with Whitney's PR agent. Yes. And he sent me a response. And I could see like the first sentence of the email. And it said, hey, what's your home address? Whitney wants to send you her cook. And that's how it <laughs> ended. Well, a lot of our guests, Whitney, will send us their books. Okay. So immediately I just thought, oh, okay, she's going to send us some of our cookbooks. That's cool. Well, then I clicked on it and it said, Whitney wants to send you some of her cookies. And I'm literally like, hands up in the air in my office. I'm like, oh my gosh, Steph is going to lose her dad on mine. Lose it. Gonna lose it. So, Whitney, that night, we go on a walk. We went on a walk through the neighborhood. Through the neighborhood. And I'm like, Steph, I've got some news for you. And I'm like, <laughs> Whitney Miller. She's apparently sending us her cookies in the mail. I think the whole neighborhood heard me screaming. I was so freaking excited about this. Unfortunately, we've had like some things happen in our family. So no one in this family has gotten a cookie except me because I needed them so bad to get me through the situation. Girl. Oh. So then I had the first one. It was stuffed chocolate chip. 
Oh, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. That is when I started messaging you on Instagram. And I'm like, I'm going to make a fool out of myself if I email her about every cookie Did I you eat. you warm it? All I have to know is like, to me, a warm cookie is like the best way to enjoy a cookie. Yes, you guys. I cannot tell you all enough. You have to buy these cookies. Stuffed chocolate chip. Chocolate chip cookie. The brownie cookie. Dear God, that was delicious. I was like, (laughs) I kind of saved that for the end. I'm like, am I going to like it? Might have been my favorite one. It was so good. And Okay, I I need to stop because Kevin keeps hitting me like I need to stop talking. But it was so good, Whitney. Oh, my gosh. Here's the thing, Whitney. I have no idea what Steph's talking about right now because guess how many of those cookies I had? No, he didn't. (laughs) No, he didn't. I ate them all. Ate them all. Mama needed them every night. And here's the thing. My oldest daughter who loves listening to these podcasts, she's like, Mama. When are we going to get Whitney's cookies? I'm like, nope, put her to bed. I put all the other kids to bed. I ate all of them. Mama's time. Mama needed these cookies, Whitney, so I cannot thank you enough. (laughs) I mean, there's there's just something about, you know, hospitality as well. And I grew up in the South uh, in Mississippi. And so, you know, having that little something sweet. And I have been one of those that if I was stressed or whatever, I got in the kitchen and that is how I like de-stress. And I've always had a sweet tooth and cookies are my weakness. <laughs> yes. Especially a warm cookie. Like you said, you nailed it. The warm cookie. Ah, uh, yes. girlfriend, I turned that oven on, put all the kids into bed and then came down and my cookie was ready. Emmy, our oldest, she's like, mama, why is You don't the smell oven- anything. Yeah, she's don't like, smell mama, anything. why is the oven on? And I'm like, nothing, baby girl. You're fine. Go to bed. I love it. So how many times have I you talked to her? I did it twice. Oh, okay. And then oh, I that's was not like, bad. I want to do it every cookie. I literally <laughs> want to do it every cookie. See? I'm like, she is going to think I'm so psycho. And so you want to give her I like a play-by-play? Yes. A play-by-play review totally. of every consuming cookie I had. each cookie. Every cookie I had. This is what I think, Whitney. Keep making this one. <laughs> one of the biggest compliments. And it's hard to not know what people think think when you are shipping and you don't get to like see their expression. Oh, or anything. that's true. See, I really did it for you, Whitney. It was, that was basically it. for you. You were just making her I feel good? I was really trying to make you feel <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, good job. Aww. Well, you can market this as cookie therapy as well. Yes. Cookie therapy. Since you yes. ship these nationwide. Yes. I do. And during COVID, it was just such a sweet time to see how people use my cookies to tell someone, hey, I'm thinking about you, get well soon, because with COVID, you know, it messes people's taste. And so then a cookie would be actually something they could taste. And so it's like, so nice, because I handwrite the notes that go into each box. And so I get to personally see them pray over some of these messages. Mm. And it's just such a sweet way um, to be able to minister to people through cookies. Okay, so when you are creating a cookie, and you're experimenting, Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing, is this hours upon hours of time where you're experimenting with an ingredient and how long to cook it and at what temperature and all that? How how does that work when you're creating a food item for a restaurant or a cookie? It is so different. I mean, for one thing, when you're working with like professional equipment, so my mixer makes about 140 cookies. So oh, wow. to take a recipe that I test at home and then you know, translate that into a professional kitchen and then ovens that, you know, it's just like, there's so many things, but my first cookie that I created was the brownie cookie. And 
So there's a version in my second cookbook, which is Modern Hospitality. And it was just something that people loved. I did it for events. And then once I decided on doing the cookie company, I was like, this is the first cookie. But my cookies are for my company, Whitney's Cookies. They are big, as you know. (laughs) And they just have this look to them, that like wow factor. So I took that recipe that was in my cookbook and then I translated it into what is a Whitney's Cookies brownie cookie, which is a lot thicker and bigger and fudgier and Oh, yes. Indulgent. It's so good. And now that there's like a version of it in a cookbook, I'm like, I'm totally getting this cookbook now. Okay, Whitney, now that you just said that, forgive me if if this is too personal, but you are like the thinnest chef I think I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like when I think of a master chef, I think of some like big fat dude like that is tasting his own cookies. And you're so petite, so super cute. If, yes. if your equipment is making 140 yeah. cookies at a time, it's like, oh my gosh, how the heck are you so flipping thin? <laughs> so I've always loved to eat. I mean, loved it. And thankfully have been an athlete. And my dad's like, Whitney, you have my jeans. So my, <laughs> you know, thank my dad for his jeans. <laughs> and I have to portion control though, because y'all, I could sit down, eat some sweets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to know how you got on the MasterChef show. So I was a college student and I was majoring in nutrition and I knew this really was not what I wanted to do. I thought, you know, I would go to college. Um, I had a tennis scholarship my first two years. And I went that route instead of culinary school because of having a scholarship and I enjoyed playing tennis. But then I was like, well, what can I do that was related to food, but it's not culinary school. So I decided to be a nutritionist and I was like, well, I can create these menus for people and still work with food. And I was in it and I was like, this is not for me. I do not enjoy this. It was like a lot of science and just not my thing. So my senior year of college, I was like, I really needed to be a chef. Like, this is my heart. This is my passion. And I told my parents and they were a little freaked out, but they were understanding. And I ended up finding out about MasterChef. I went auditioned and made it to the first round, which was going to be in Los Angeles. I left school (laughs) and the rest was history of me filming and ended up not coming back until I won the whole thing. Oh. Okay, so you you need <laughs> so many to questions yeah there. you need to like back it up. So okay, what did you have to do for your audition? Like, did you have to prepare like a menu item? What did you have to prepare for them to say yes, you can be on the show? So this is a little crazy, um, and you can just imagine in New Orleans now all the major cities had their own audition site, and it was just you know the city's already just a little different, and people for the audition. We're rolling in with coolers on wheels. They had crock pots in their hands and you had to just bring whatever you already had your dish prepared in and then played it in front of these local judges. So that was the thing. And I did this like beef dish. I don't, I don't even really remember. It was, that was a long time ago, (laughs) but it got me to where I needed to be. And it was kind of a, um, homage to my great grandmother as well, because she was the one who really had me in the kitchen at a young age and just taught me the love of Southern cooking and hospitality. Then what is the conversation like, Whitney, with your parents when you're like, hey, mom and dad, I know I just switched my major. I know yeah. you're not really excited about that, but I've got some more <laughs> news for you. 
there's this television show that I'm leaving school to be a part of. How did that conversation go? So my parents are awesome in the fact that they always, you know, through anything like sports or just, you know, even through like our later years of high school, what do you want to be? What do you want to pursue? And I've always had a passion for cooking and, you know, they just said, go after whatever it is that you want to do, Whitney. So they've always been super supportive. Uh, My mom retired early from being a teacher to help me pursue opening my own catering business, which is what I did immediately after um, winning MasterChef and then ended up closing it so I could like do all these world travels. And then she was my traveling partner. Oh, that's awesome. So how (laughs) many rounds did you have to go through then to actually make the show? There were probably four rounds of like the cooking part, interviews, um, like in-person interviews, on the phone interviews, like uh, sending in videos. It was like such a process. Okay, so you're on the show. Mm -hmm. How intimidating was it day one when you see all of these chefs? So it's such a God thing that the Lord just gave me a confidence in myself. And at 22 years old, I look back and I'm like, what? Like, The confidence that I walked in with of, I can cook and I can compete. And I told Gordon Ramsay, I was like, I have 10 years of experience. I started cooking at 12 years old and thinking I can really cook. (laughs) So that's the kind of confidence I walked in with. But it helped me because like, I wasn't really shaken as much as maybe any other 22 year old would have been when we were put in different challenges. Okay. You mentioned Gordon Ramsay. Yes. I've been wanting to ask this. Yes. <laughs> is Gordon Ramsay that big of a, you know what, in person? <laughs> or is he completely different than what we see on TV with Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef and all that? Because he could be incredibly rude on those shows. He can be. And so I did not even know who he really was when I auditioned. Okay. Until I was like, maybe I should just you know make sure I know like what I'm getting into. And then I watched Hell's Kitchen. And then I was terrified. (laughs) So thankfully, you know, this was the first season of my show that I did. And he was a lot tamer. Uh, And then in person, he is such an intimidating presence about him. Like he walked in the room and I was like, oh, man, because he's tall and he is like actually ripped. I mean, like. He does like Iron Man and all that kind of stuff. So uh, he's just like a strong personality and just like physique about him. And in a kitchen and on the camera, he demands perfection. He has just like this persona that you see on TV. And then outside of that, he is like funny. He has like a great personality. He would crack jokes, you know, in between filming. So he does have a different side to him. So he kind of turns it on and kind of plays a character then? Oh, yes, for sure. Steph, what's most important to you when it comes to building a new home? Okay, I want a builder who's an expert in what they do, is going to be honest with me, and cares about even the smallest of details. Well, thankfully, we know just the builder. You know it. It's Jay and Connie Luby with Luby Companies. Friends, don't just take our word for it. Go check out their website at lubycompanies.com. That's L-U-E-B-B-E companies.com. Let them be your builder for life. They're freaking awesome. So... You win MasterChef. I, first of all, I can't imagine what that experience is like. But then I'm assuming you can't tell anybody because oh, yes. of the air date. For weeks. So how do you keep that 
secret when they're all watching your show and they're probably watching you and you're like have to have a blank <laughs> face like i yeah. don't know what happens but wait till three episodes from now yeah, yeah that is the hardest thing especially if you ever came to the small town that i was raised in there's one red light so to have pretty much everybody almost even be related to you in your town and then you go off and they're like, where, where are you? You know, oh, yeah, I just like took a trip, <laughs> an extended trip. And so when it was airing, I mean, everyone was always like looking at me if they had like watch parties, you know, with me. And it was a lot to keep in. Like looking for your reaction. Yes. As you're watching this. Oh. How long were you in L.A. for filming? So we filmed a month and a half straight. And it was like wow. almost a day or every other day of filming. Yeah, it was a lot. Oh, that's intense. But then how long did you have to keep your secret then with them editing it and before it actually aired? A lot. It was like we wrapped up in April and then the finale aired in September. Okay. 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 That's not as bad as I was thinking. So what did you win for, with MasterChef? So 250000 and then a cookbook deal. Nice. Yeah. So which book did you do after MasterChef? Which of your cookbooks? Uh, it's called Modern Hospitality. And Gordon wrote the Ford for the cookbook. That's oh, very nice. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. So today, in your world, whether mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving, whether it's a child's birthday party, whatever, when you show up at a party, are you <laughs> expected to make something amazing? Or can you pull a prank on your family and just show up with something like <laughs> bought from this grocery store like kfc like KFC KFC chicken or something yeah so it is like instilled in me that i have to cook like i i have done on occasions like semi homemade type of thing but okay so this is even crazier i've actually shown up to a dinner party that i was invited to and they waited for me to get there so that i could cook it no what (laughs) no this has happened on more than one occasion. I kid you not. Like they have yeah. all like, A, did you know that that was going to happen? And B, did they have all the food set out? Like these are your supplies. Go for it. I did not know. I did not know. I mean, and it was crazy because it was like they were intimidated to have me over. <laughs> and so they're like, well, we'll just have you cook. And then they'll be like, fine. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're such a good person. You are. So, yeah. I'd be like, we're ordering pizza. I'm no, starving right now. I would make a U-turn and leave that party immediately. No, I just eat pizza. Like, I'm supposed to entertain all you? What are you going to do? You're just going to watch yeah. me while I do my own cooking show right in front of you? It was, it was literally like that. One was like, it was my husband was invited to like one of colleagues home. And then they were like, oh, well, we'll just like pick up a dish from her cookbook and then we'll have her cook it. And then they had like six kids and they all were like wanting a MasterChef experience. So they were like quizzing me and everything through the whole thing, y'all. It was crazy. Oh, you are such a good person. I was not expecting that. You are that. such a good person. <laughs> yes. Whitney, I was not I expecting that. Okay, I yeah. have a question. Do people expect you to bring your cookies every time you come over? You know, my family more than anything. I cannot go back home because I live in Tennessee and my parents and family pretty much all live in Mississippi. I cannot come home without them asking, oh, do you have cookies with you? So we did like a beach vacation. I came with cookies. <laughs> you better better bring the grandkids and, yeah, everyone, and cookies. Everyone gets a cookie. Yes. Whitney, I'm sorry. We are like rapid fire here right now we because are. everything you're saying, I'm like, oh man, now I got to know this. 
Okay. So in your cookies, if I gave you a cookie right now and you tasted mm-hmm. it, is your palate that good where you would know the ingredients of the cookie that I gave you? Uh, yes. So really? I love deciphering, you know, things and like breaking them down. And on MasterChef, one of our challenges was to do that. So we had a big pot of chili and then we were asked to like list as many ingredients as we could in that chili. And I had the most ingredients. I think I was like 22 or something. Oh, my word. Yeah. So it's not like five. I've got a hamburger. There's hamburger. There's beans. There's beans. <laughs> Tomato <Yep>. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> chili powder. I would have thrown in like salt and pepper because that's almost a given, I would think. <laughs> But, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. 22. Okay, okay, okay. Can you, because with your cookies, it's like all fresh ingredients. Like, can you taste if there's like preservatives or something like that? And you're like, no. Yeah, I like have taste tested chocolate. And I'm like, ew, this has like an oily taste or it has like this plastic film kind of taste. I mean, like, I am like so big on the ingredients. Like one of the cookies I did was a red velvet. And I use beet powder, but I had to like be real creative about, I want the color, but I don't want the flavor. Uh-huh. I feel like it's super important to put out my best in anything that I do. Oh, oh, I love her. All right, Whitney. So for most of our guests, I like to give a list of fun facts to let listeners know what you've done, what you've accomplished. And Steph is not aware of these. All right. So you're going to see her genuine reaction. So if she screams, I'm going to apologize right up front. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So she already mentioned this first fun fact. Okay. But Whitney was only 22 years old when she won season one of Fox TV's MasterChef. I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible because how many of those chefs were older, had all of this experience? I yeah. like you, you had to be getting the dagger eye from these chefs. Like, seriously, she just keeps winning these challenges. The fun thing was, I've always been competitive. I mean, I've, I was an athlete all through high school, my first two years of college. And the thing that I think helped me was that people just saw this sweet persona, this Southern, you know, little girl, because I've always looked a little younger than I am. And they didn't think anything of it until I'm like going in, beating them for each challenge. And they're like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) So fun fact number two, since winning MasterChef, she's made appearances worldwide, appearing alongside celebrity chefs such as Guy Fieri, Curtis Stone, and ready for this, Buddy Velastro, who is known as Cake Boss. Yes. Oh my, I know all of them because hello, I love food. Oh my gosh. How much fun was that for you? It was so much fun. And buddy, it was such a cool experience. So we were both in South Africa and we were doing this food show. We were like at the same hotel. We ate dinner together. You know, it was just so cool. I've always loved baking. So of course we had so much in common. Did it make you nervous cooking with them? So it does. And the crazy thing was, you know, again, I'm 22. I was not professionally trained, never took a cooking class. Like it was just everything that I learned from my great grandmother, my mom, and then, you know, from cookbooks that I taught myself. So going into these like food shows with these professional chefs, it definitely was intimidating. And then it felt like people were expecting me to know everything. And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Okay. So with Guy Fieri, can you even (laughs) get a word in during a conversation with that guy? (laughs) I know. He is just like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, he has such a like very affectious personality. You know, it's just like big and bubbly. Yeah. 
Well, Whitney develops restaurant menus, recipes, conducts cooking demonstrations and cooking classes. Uh-huh. Also can be booked to judge or MC award events and benefits. As a food judge. At oh, an, gosh, I was going to ask you about a food at judge. At a benefit, yes. at an award show. Have you ever had an experience where someone presented something and you're like, oh, good Lord, this is horrendous. <laughs> but you being the Southern, very hospitable, sweet, fe- sweet yes, kind sweet girl Southern that you Belle. are. How do you handle that? Have you ever had that experience? Oh, yes. Uh, especially when you see something and you're like, already, I know it's not going to be good. <laughs> and so, you know, I've done it on like, small scales, like helping my local high school's culinary team through like the state of Mississippi's competition where like all of the young chefs come and compete. So, cause they're in front of you when you're, when you're judging their dishes and you want to be like encouraging. And so you're just like, okay, how can I critique this to help them? And <laughs> like the world food championships and it was a national, you know, syndicated show and let me tell you something crazy about that. So I was judging, I think the week before I got married and I had to judge everything from barbecue to dessert to pastas. And I was literally like, okay, I've got to just eat a bite because I've got to fit to my wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. That reminds me of a story, Whitney. Okay. So we have this... Uh, it's called the Arnold Classic. It's like a bodybuilding uh, competition here with Arnold Schwarzenegger here in Columbus, Ohio. Well, they have all these vendors set up at this huge conference center. And the first time I went, I made the mistake of going from like booth to booth and they're handing me like their protein <laughs> bars and their supplement drinks and all this. And Whitney, after like an hour of sampling all these protein bars, I'm so sick to my <laughs> stomach from all, mm-hmm. <laughs> all this caffeine, all this sugar after an hour, I'm just like so. sitting on a chair, yeah. so disgusted from sampling all this food. Yeah, but I'd much rather sample Whitney's food. Uh, very true. Oh, ribs. Yes, please. Cookies. Yep. I'd be all over that. Not a week before your wedding. Yeah, that'd no. be tough. All right. Whitney's celebrity clientele stuff. You ready oh, for this? Yes. Has included Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. Tim Tebow, Roscoe Flats, Willie Robertson, Jace and Mitzi Robertson. Oh, like just good Christian, loving God, loving America people. Loving oh, food. Loving food. <laughs> Everyone loves food. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so what is that like? Cooking mm. for this type of clientele. And I guess, how does that work? Chip and Joe calls you up. Hey, can you do this for a party? Or is this like for an event or benefit? No, it's a really neat experience. So I have worked with the Tim Tebow Foundation for like nine years now. Okay. and. Each year they have a gala. I create the dessert for the gala and everyone enjoys it. And then I auction off my cooking services at the event during a live auction. And one year Chip and Joanna came, Chip saw me and he was like, uh, I want to partner with you next year. We'll host the event that you're going to do. And then you come and cook. And I was like, uh, yes, I will. <laughs> so, you know, they host it, they're part of the dinner. And then we have, you know, these auction winners to help benefit the Tim Tebow Foundation, which does amazing work. And, you know, it's, I did it for two or three years with Chip and Joanna. I took over their whole Magnolia kitchen. Like, it was amazing for the really? restaurant. So had the whole place myself, got to prepare the whole dinner. And Chip would come, get like samples of stuff, go back. <laughs> if he liked something a lot... <laughs> <laughs> just go back in the kitchen, grab more of it, and then yeah, go get, go see. 
That's fantastic. So is he is he as silly in personal life as he is on TV? He definitely has that silly side, Jay. Like, he has the best sense of humor. And I, my dad has a great sense of humor, my husband. And I just, like, love that. I feel like you can just, you can communicate with anybody through any situation with a great sense of humor. Mm, totally agree. If you like what you hear, please tell someone about us. As soon as this episode is over, go tell your spouse, your closest friend, a parent, a coworker, or share one of our posts on social media. However, if you don't like what you're hearing, please do not. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Just disregard this message. Don't worry about it. Forget about us. Yep. Go on with your merry day. And to get more information about us or our entire catalog of episodes, be sure to check us out at kevinandsteph.com. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. Okay, so final fun fact. Whitney is the author of the cookbooks Modern Hospitality, Mm -hmm. as she mentioned, where the forward is by Gordon Ramsay, and then Whitney's New Southern Table, which is published by HarperCollins Christian Publishing, is her second book. So can you tell us more about that most recent cookbook that you have, Whitney? Yes. So New Southern Table was like my journey after MasterChef, my travels overseas, And so some of the recipes I put in there are ones that I perfected from learning to cook from my great grandmother. So I have like her seafood gumbo recipe in there. And then my love of Cajun food. So I do some other like dishes, like a crawfish mac and cheese. That's really delicious. Like this mac and cheese, let me tell you, I didn't even like mac and cheese until I created that recipe. (laughs) One that did not like mac and cheese, but people like mac and cheese. So I have to create a great mac and cheese recipe. That one is it. Oh, the secret is pimento cheese goes into the mac and cheese. Ooh. How on earth would you think, let me do a mac and cheese, pimento cheese. That's why I'm going to put like, Experimenting, what yeah. makes you think that cheese with mac and cheese? Because I absolutely love pimento cheese and I didn't love mac and cheese. So let me put something I love and something that I don't. <laughs> That's good. Okay. I just thought of one more thing that I, I think would be helpful for us okay. as parents. So, A lot of times, kids just develop a love for cooking based on an experience with a grandparent or with a parent. And just when they think of cooking, they think of their grandparents, just a fun moment. So do you have any advice that you could give to kind of create fun memories with our kids? I think breakfast is a great one because it's an easy start. You know, like my kids will come in the kitchen. My oldest, who's five, he's going to be six this year. He has been making scrambled eggs with me since he was probably two years old. And he just loves, 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 loves to cook. And I didn't think my youngest would. But then all of a sudden, two and a half hit. And he was like, I want to help. There was no question about it. At that point, I was kind of like, you know, it's it's hard. Like, you have to have patience. And he wanted to. So I let him, like, flip the pancakes, you know, do those things. And then they'll tell me, like, what they want for breakfast. Not all the time will we do, like, homemade pancakes or whatever, you know, cause it's during the week and we'll like save that for the weekend. But I do try, you know, my best to like, okay, yes, let's do this. Like this is our special time in the kitchen together and they love it and they love to bake. They love to taste test. They'll come to the kitchen with me when I'm making cookie dough and y'all, I have this, <laughs> this picture and we had scooped out chocolate to make the brownie cookie. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden I look over and at the time my youngest was probably like two or something. He had the whole bucket of chocolate on top of his head. And like, all you can see is like a smear of the container of the chocolate. And then you see his face. I'm like, he's licking it clean. <laughs> yeah, they have a sweet tooth as well. 
girlfriend, after eating your cookies, I would be right there with him. I'd like give me the bucket. I want the bucket after you. I mean, it's so good. I'm just thinking how protective you would be. If you were Whitney, how protective yes. you would be of your kitchen. Like you wouldn't let me in your kitchen. You wouldn't let me touch. See, you wouldn't let me yeah. touch a spatula, probably. It's so if you were true. Whitney. So that's true. So are you like protective over your kitchen? Like no, 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 no. This is like mama's time. Are you like back off? Ah, more the barrier. <laughs> Get on in here. Let's try some new recipes. How are you? So my husband does not like being in the kitchen, and so if he is, I am like, okay, what did you do in here? You know, like <laughs> now my kids, I just have to be like, okay. It will be fine. These are memories that we're making when we're making biscuits and they're literally throwing flour everywhere. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I do a lot of praying during that time, Whitney. Yeah. Just so you know, that's when the prayers start. Lord Jesus, help me right here. Help me, Jesus. Take the wheel. <laughs> I do not like mess in the kitchen. Like that is something that is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. Yes. So. I'm constantly cleaning up and then it just, I'm just like, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I'm making memories. Like it's so funny yeah. you said that because verbatim what I think. Well, listeners, for more information about Whitney, you can go to her Facebook page at Whitney Miller or at Whitney's Cookies. Also, she's on Instagram, Chef Whitney Miller and Whitney's Cookies. And then her website is WhitneyMiller.com and Whitney'sCookies.co. And just a warning ahead of time, if you go to Whitney'sCookies.co, you're going to see chocolate chip cookies that are melting. And I have not seen these actually in person. You haven't. But Mm-mm. they look amazing online. Oh, like the picture's amazing. so good, you guys. Seriously, 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 you guys, I can't <laughs> tell you enough. I went to her website to see all the flavors of cookies because we might have to order some now that my kids have not gotten any and I've gotten them all. But you guys, I pray that you look at her website because it is absolutely worth it to get these cookies. And we will put all this in our show notes and on our website. So you can just click on the link and go right to her social media and right to her websites. Perfect. Well, Whitney, thank you for not being scared off by my wife uh, DMing you Stalking. Uh, prior to this conversation. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing some such fun stories with us. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. And it's so funny because my husband, he hasn't even seen all of my show. He's only seen like, I think the finale. So anytime that I can talk to people that actually like, have watched it and enjoy you know, the whole experience of food and cooking, like I love it. And y'all are just so sweet. And it was so fun talking to you. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. You guys, it's completely free. And while you're there, feel free to give us a rating or a nice review. Thank you for listening to Tells a Good Story.